Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. with more and more people now availing of home care packages, providers are placing greater emphasis on quality, but recruiting carers has also become more challenging. Michael Corcoran is the franchisee of Bluebird Care Wexford, and he joins me in studio now to discuss these matters. Michael, it's been a number of years since you joined us on Business Matters, and in that period, the demand for care in the home has increased dramatically. But what's driving this? Home care, I suppose, is more or less divided into two different areas, care of the older person and then I suppose care that's funded by HSE Disability Services for people with additional needs. I think throughout the health services, demand for services is growing. Um, with older persons, we have an ageing population, which is driving the growth and an increase in population over the last 20 odd years in Ireland and obviously there's a, a percentage proportion of that increase is made up of older persons um, and then I think with HSE disability services I think the number of people using their services has also increased. And what percentage of your business is state funded let's say through the HSE versus privately paid for? So a huge percentage is um, state funded um, you know private care is something that is it's relatively expensive for people uh, like there are tax breaks available and tax reliefs which are generous that people can pay uh, or that they can obtain relief at up to 40% of their of the, the amount they pay if they're paying tax at 40% if they're paying at 20 it's uh, 20% of the amount they pay what else does the government need to do to make home care more affordable i suppose in the ideal world all care and support would be funded by the state. Um, and where that's not the case, I think increasing the reliefs uh, for people to make it more affordable across the board. And that may help uh, fill some of the gaps in the service, but it is something that would be really, really beneficial. And Michael, what are the typical care needs of your clients? The needs really vary from person to person. Uh, service to service and the needs are driven by the person by their own particular requirements so before we kind of start any case we would go out meet the clients see what their needs are and like what they want and it's not really what we think they want or maybe the public health nurse or or their family we're really trying to establish the needs of the client and we then draw up a care plan based on on their needs and we go through the care plan in detail with, with the carers. We introduce the carer to the client with, so they know exactly what they need to do before they start caring for the client. So the needs can vary from companionship um, through to personal care, helping people showering, bathing, with their feeding, cooking. Um, and then also we do a, like a wide range of supports as well, you know, supporting people at work, getting to work. Uh, getting ready for school, uh, for like day services. Um, we bring kind of clients on to activities like swimming, cinema, um, for coffee. There's a range, and that's around support. You know, you might think, oh, what's that got to do with care? But it's really about socialising people, helping them engage in their community, helping them to get out of their home, build skills, 
the increase in popularity in relation to home care over the past 15 years since we've seen an awful lot of new providers enter the market has resulted then in the age profile of those entering nursing homes get much older. Yes, I think there's no doubt that the availability of widespread home care allowing people to remain independent in their own homes for as long as possible is a huge, huge benefit to society. You know, most people, I think all of us, if if we were given the chance, would like to grow old at home or with our family, uh, where we're cared and loved and where we're supported. And if there are outside supports that can help people with that, it's only a good thing across the board in, for so on like so many levels, financially for society, but much more importantly in terms of people's well-being and their general health. And I know that providing the highest levels of quality to your clients in Bluebird cares of paramount importance mm-hmm. to you, but on a practical level, how do you demonstrate that on a day-to-day basis? Well, well, like I said earlier, the care plan is like, I suppose, for the want of a better word, it's the Bible. So the care plan is followed. Uh, carers have to record what they did. Uh, we carry out supervisions. We carry out trainings. We carry out reviews with clients. Uh, because I suppose one of the difficult things with home care is there's a distance between us and the carers. Uh, that we that their work is not immediately visible. But those reviews certainly help. The carers do induction training uh, most of them are very experienced before they start with us some less so they do shadows with more experienced carers they do introductions with clients uh, there's ongoing training that they do online there's a range of supports um, and checks and balances in place and how does Bluebird Care actually differentiate itself in the market? Because you have a large number of providers, both community-based and private providers, some of which local providers and others, of course, franchise-based providers. Yeah, so th- I suppose our focus is on the quality of the care um, and about supporting our care workers. And I think if there's one thing that we constantly get feedback from our carers um, in general, uh, is that they feel very well supported, uh, that if there are issues or if they have complaints or if they have concerns, that they're well supported. And, uh, and I think by doing so, we support them to give better care. Because if you feel well supported, you feel valued, you're more likely to be motivated going into somebody's home and to give better care. And we do have a good reputation for like, quality care and for supporting our staff. Of course, it's a tough job market out there at the moment. What's it like for you in the home care sector when you're recruiting staff here in Wexford? So the biggest challenge, like anybody who has been listening to the news, re- reading the papers over the last number of years in the whole health sector, and not only health care, whether it's doctors, nurses, anything, is staff re- recruitment and staff retention. And we're no different. Now, I know that the government have introduced an initiative recently whereby they've approved work permits for home care providers to bring carers in from outside of the EU. Has that been of any real benefit to companies like yourselves? To date, not massively. Uh, we, We have a great mix of staff from all sorts of backgrounds, which I think enriches our culture and can enrich the experience of, of the people getting care but that specifically hasn't been of any significant benefit. 
And given the fragmented nature of the home care sector when it comes to employment, is the social welfare system an assistance or not to you employing staff? So it's something I think it's not um, particularly favourable for the type of work that we do, given that, you know, like a good example is that like a lot of our staff work part time and they they work their their working hours and their and maybe their family commitments or other commitments need to kind of marry. Um, so if, for example, you have somebody who is available for work, maybe say between school hours, maybe say between half past nine and half past twelve, five mornings a week. So maybe they work, say, three hours a day, something like that. And they will lose their social welfare, even though they're only working 15 hours a week. So I think a review of that is absolutely essential in trying to open up the market. And and I think that applies in the hospitality industry and lots of other industries, not only home care. So what reform would you like to see being made by government in relation to the social welfare system to be able to cater for the flexibility that you require? You know, something more hours based that if you work, you know, that people should be maybe allowed work a minimum number of hours before they lose benefits. And then maybe like a graduated that if you um, say, let's say 20 hours a week is is the, the, the cut off and then maybe something graduated between 20, 25, 25 and 30. And if you work over a certain number of hours, maybe 25, maybe 30, that, yeah, then after that, that like maybe benefits aren't available. But it should not be an obstacle to people working um, because, you know, so many benefits accrue from being a member of the workforce in terms of self-esteem, stimulation, and the benefits, obviously, that accrue to the people who are receiving care and support because there is greater availability. And what makes a good carer? I think people want to care. It's something innate, you know, like what makes a good teacher, what makes a good broadcaster, what makes anything. It's something innate in the person, that caring nature. Um, Empathy. But you can be caring and empathetic, but still not want the physical proximity, maybe... There's lots of lots of things like that's part of it. Wanting to do, enjoying that engagement with a person at that level, you know, it's just something that's kind of innate and natural to people. Of course, the home care market here in Ireland is unregulated. Mm-hmm. Although the government have been talking about bringing regulation into the sector for many many years, it seems to be moving at a snail's pace. What are your thoughts on that? Regulation is something that we would welcome straight up. It's uh, like when I say to people who are not involved in home care, it's not regulated. They're kind of stunned, frankly, to think that something that is so intimate uh, to people that that's in their own home is unregulated. So it's something that we would definitely welcome. And why is this moving so slow, in your opinion? It's difficult to um, say. I, I suppose it's a big piece of work. I do think that... You know, I'm I'm sure lessons were learnt and have been learnt and are being learnt with nursing home regulation. Home care is different because it's out in the client's home. It's not in a fixed location. And that, I think, presents challenges. Um, And I suppose also, I think, um, COVID and the management of that has had a significant impact on HSE resources and their cyber attack. And they've had a tough couple of years really trying to manage things which I think hasn't helped. So finally Michael what are your growth plans for the business from here? 
Well, I suppose really what we want to do is to really focus on what we're doing, what we're doing well, uh, trying to give the best quality care to our clients, support our staff. And like we think that that, that emphasis on quality is really what um, is what w- will drive the business. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Michael Corcoran, the franchisee of Bluebird Care here in Wexford. And I'd like to thank Michael for providing us with an insight into the home care sector. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.